on ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly. As soon as it drops, we're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where. There's rubble in the office, we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, you Wednesday. So right now, as I look at the clock, it is in fact 9.01, uh, which means that it was exactly 12 hours ago uh, that Ja Morant put the finishing touches on an extraordinary night in Memphis. Honestly, a perfect night uh, of sports anyway in Memphis uh, by hitting the game winner to lift the Grizzlies to a 115-113 to victory in his return. I don't believe what I just saw. <laughs> the entire night, like you asked, Jeffrey, the best night of regular season Memphis basketball. We don't get many where we win both. And then on top of that, I I mean, I went back and looked. There are not many with multiple wins. And then on top of that, I mean, uh, first off, it's the first time in Memphis basketball history, University of Memphis, they've won three straight against top 25 teams. Except in the regular season. Correct, in the regular season. That was the the prompt, was regular season night. And then you had not only the return of John Morant, you had the reminder of... Wow. Uh, yeah, those 25 games without him really sucked. It was absolutely, it was absolutely pretty a good mesmerizing. At, pretty good at basketball. Absolutely a mesmerizing night on all fronts, including, um, including the stadium uh, transaction going down. In fact, so today on the show, uh, John Martin's going to join us in the next segment. We'll talk to him about all of it, uh, including the Memphis Tigers. Uh, as they have now won three in a row over ranked teams, most recently demolishing. Yeah, unfortunately, demolishing though, Jeff, uh, you know, I don't know if you're aware of this, though, but in that fashion, we're really just not sure Virginia's a very good win right. anymore. 77-54 to 54 just hammered Virginia uh, after beating Clemson, after beating Texas A&M. Uh, and, of course, They never trailed, comes, correct? Never trailed. Yeah. All that comes after beating Missouri and after beating Michigan and after beating Arkansas and after beating VCU and after beating uh, uh, now these three. It's just uh, an incredible run for the Memphis Tigers. We'll talk to John about all of that. Chris Harrington, I'm just going to presume, is driving back. Uh, Yesterday we got him driving to New Orleans tonight. Today, I presume we're going to get him driving back from New Orleans. Um, You can read his piece um, in the Daily Memphian. He was there on the scene. In fact, right now at the Daily Memphian, um, and a perfect Christmas gift, by the way, uh, for friends and family. Because right now at the Daily Memphian, let's see, you can read Partha Padiai on the Tigers. You can read Tim Buckley with a column on the Tigers. You can read Drew Hill uh, on the Grizzlies game last night, me on the Grizzlies game last night, Chris Harrington on the Grizzlies game last night, and Sam Hardiman on everything that happened in front of city council. Um, uh, uh, an extraordinary night last night, captured uh, on all fronts 
in the Daily Memphian today. But anyway, Chris is going to join us straight up at 10 o'clock. We'll get Chris's perspective on all this. And then the aforementioned Sam Hardiman. It's Wednesday. The timing always seems to be perfect with Sam. And so we're going to have uh, Sam on because he did... Uh, he was there last night as the city council voted to uh, convey the Liberty Bowl from the city to the University of Memphis. I actually, in the midst of all of this, now I'm not nearly as adept as you are, Jeffrey, at multiple screens. Multiple, I can barely manage one screen often. Um, and so, sometimes that argument is as long as it's. As long as it's point and click, you're good on that one yeah, TV. Yeah, right. It's, and, and, I, and, and so one screen can be difficult for me. But I had uh, two screens going on at the game. And then I had, uh, I on YouTube, YouTube TV, you can watch the Memphis City Council. And I'm the one who've been telling people all along for two weeks now, calm the F down. Like, this is going to happen. Just calm the F down. Politics is not always pretty. And there are certainly things in this world we can get alarmed about, but I thought the two weeks ago, some of y'all were wildly overreacting to concern about the Liberty Bowl transaction going through, and it did go through. I will say, though, even for me, it got a little bit like, really? We're still, like, d- debating some of the fine points? Uh, Fred Jones was still extracting everything he could extract, basically, um, and good for him. Uh, for the Southern Heritage Classic, down to the wire last night. But that went through. There is a formality now. They have to, quote-unquote, approve the minutes. Uh, Their next meeting on January 9th will ask Sam what that means about approving the minutes and whether there's any chance uh, that this may not go through. But it has gone through, at least formally, and uh, good work by all involved. So that's the lineup. John Martin, then Chris Harrington, then Sam Hardiman. Big day. Uh, here on the Jeff Calkins show. I guess we'll take these two games, uh, one and then the next. We'll start with the Grizzlies. And, um, like, it was just, to me, it was fun. I, I was locked in watching the whole thing unfold from the very beginning on TNT. I like um, hearing what people have to say. I'm, I'm that guy. I'm that small-town guy who likes it when national people are talking about uh, my team and uh, or my cities, um, I enjoy that. There was not anything particularly insightful. I'll, I'll say that from the um, beginning. Are, are you talking the the, the, the TNT show? crew? Yeah, yeah the this, TNT crew. Okay. I did think that Shaq, who was later absurd on the topic of Draymond Green, by the way, yeah, no, absolutely that, absurd. Also, shout out the live band was great. The live band was great, but but but. But yes, the, his Draymond about take Draymond was, was just so ridiculous mm-hmm. that he, I mean, if he's basically saying counseling isn't the answer, like I, that that part of it wasn't. But just like, basically, he was saying, "Listen, this, this has been doing this forever. You just got to live with it." Was sort of his basic take was ridiculous. But anyway, on the subject of Jaw, he did nail it when he said um, he's going to come out and score fifty and then see what everyone's talking about. And that is the part of this that I think people have. In the midst of all the Jaw stuff, people have sort of forgotten. He's not just another basketball player. He's not just another all-star basketball player. Nike didn't just decide by way of random chance to give him the sneaker contract or to make him the future face of the NBA. He is, and I think people forgot this, as they elevated Tyrese Maxey and Tyrese Halliburton and and whether it's Trey Young or Shea Gilgis Alexander or uh, De'Aaron Fox or whoever it is who you wanted to elevate above Ja, I think people maybe had forgotten that Ja is the single most thrilling basketball player to watch on the planet. He's not the best. I think Jokic is better. I think Giannis is better. There are others who are better. And Steph is, in his own way, maybe as thrilling. It's just so But because of his size, because of his crazy explosiveness, because of the way he can get to the rim, because of the way he sees the floor, because of this sort of mesmerizing, magical, almost cartoon character way that he moves around the court, it's more fun watching Ja play basketball 
than anyone else in the world playing basketball. And all he has had to do, I'm not saying it's easy to fly right all the time, to make all the right choices. I don't know what demons or pressures or whatever else Ja has in his life that have caused him to go off the rails in the way that he has at various points. Um, but in some ways, the path back has always been easy. If be you, awesome. If you can just not be in the news for that crazy stuff, just play basketball. Because watching you play basketball, everyone forgets everything else. You are mesmerizing. Let us not forget. There's a long history of, of athletes who've had certain transgressions who have been... Uh, uh, who've been able to move on and be celebrated um, because of their incredible gifts. Take Kobe Bryant, for example. Uh, Kobe Bryant, um, you know, famously accused of rape. Um, and yet Kobe's... We, 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 we look at what you do every night on the court. We are transfixed. We are transported. We laugh out loud. We can't believe it. We, we, uh, we, we come out of our chairs. We... Like, you have us around your finger instantly because of the way you play basketball. And all that was on display last night. And honestly, it was on display even though the first half went very badly for the Memphis Grizzlies. At one point, falling behind by 24. You could tell from the moment he was on the court that it was different. The spacing was different. Everything was different. All of a sudden, Zaire Williams was getting an alley-oop. All of a sudden, you know, Jock could fling a ball across half court and someone would be wide open for a three. He, he creates space. He terrifies the other team. He can get anywhere he wants. He can draw the defense towards him. And all of a sudden, all things are possible for everybody else. There was one moment in the first half where Jaws caught underneath the basket and he throws a behind-the-back pass around Jonas Valanciunas. Big dude. Around Valanciunas. Bounce pass. Behind-the-back bounce pass to Tillman. And Tillman missed. No, so there were a couple of times where you could tell even the guys weren't ready like, for it. No, no. Like they were, like, he, was, he was seeing the floor better than they <laughs> they're, were. They're showing highlights of plays that, that play people didn't convert just because... In the first half, it was show-stopping. That's the phrase they use. It was kind of show-stopping, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was show-stopping. It's like people had forgotten exactly how much of a human joystick this dude is. Like, watching him play basketball, it's like watching the old Barry Sanders highlight. Yeah. highlight. Like, ha, no, that's impossible. Like, I've seen other running backs run. What you're doing there, that's not possible. Great documentary, by the way. And, um... And anyway, they do go down, and, and they go down big, 28-2 to two run. And then what I was thinking to myself was, well, first of all, at that point, um, all the commentary was, um, well, man, I got personnel problems. It's not just going to be Ja to get them out of this. Which, by the way, is also true. Yeah. <clears throat> that is not false, just because they did come back and win. There are some personnel challenges on this team, some of which involve continuing injuries. Um, but it was sort of like burying them at that point. Um, and normally, on a normal game this year, as I'm flipping back and forth, because I don't have the, the facility you do, mm-hmm. I just would have gone over to watch the, Virgi- the, 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 the Tiger game, because that was fun. They were pounding the hell out of the, of the Cavaliers, and I would have said, okay, enough of this. I just would have turned off the Grizzlies game. That would have been it. Yeah, there I- was a nice moment in the midst of that the Grizzlies are getting run out of the building in the second quarter. That was like when you had a couple of the big donks for the Tigers. Right. Like, yeah. well, at least that's fun. Yeah. Like, you had that going. And no need to watch. If, if Ja hadn't been on the court, no need to see any more. Oh, that would have been a turn it off, yeah. It would have been a turn it off moment. But because of Ja, you don't turn it off. And because of Ja, they come back in the second half. He scores 27 in the second half, 13 in the third quarter, 14 in the, in the fourth quarter. 
and they win in as perfect a regular season game as the Grizzlies have ever played. I don't think there is a more perfect ending to a more perfect return um, than you could possibly have scripted. And I know the phrase, only in the movies and in Memphis, is corny and is overdone. The truth of the matter is, the great late Don Poyer, who said only in the movies and in Memphis, he actually said it in a preseason game. It was in a preseason game that the Grizzlies won. But people just loved it, and it became like this thing. And I don't know that there has been a better movie moment. Maybe you all can suggest any that would rival it. There has ever been a better movie moment than the one we saw last night. As at this point, at the end, they're going back and forth and back and forth. And Ja is scooping and spinning and Brandon Ingram's hitting shots. And it's going like you're, you're, you're watching all of a sudden, is this really happening? Ja does throw up that uh, three, uh, maybe a little impatient, maybe exhausted three. I think it was just an exhausted three. Um, I think it was a. It was open, and B. That was. Are you talking about the, that would have given him the two for one, like the one with like yeah, 40 it was a two for one. It, it was gonna, yeah. But then he saves a ball off of Zion Williamson. Yeah. He throws a ball going out of bounds off of Zion Williamson, and sure enough, then it comes down to nine points, nine, nine seconds left. And in the huddle, Josh suggests, as he said, he has a massager on his massage gun on his calf. He's cramping up. And Jaron's been really good. And he says, well, you know, maybe we should go to Jaron. And Desmond Bain says, F no. F no. And they draw up the play. And uh, at the buzzer, at 9.01, John Morant um, drives left, spins right, ducks back left, elevating Herb Jones, one of the really fine defenders in the league, and he softly lays it up off the back rim, drops in, only in the movies and in Memphis. It was sensational. Um, We do have some highlights, but not many, because they don't send us as many as they used to, but we do have some highlights. You've got to break into Fort Knox to get the highlights And so we will give you a couple um, first, just to warm us up for the game. Do winner. you want music? Uh, sure. Why not? These are second half John Moran highlights. We'll give you two of them before the winner. Go ahead. Morant spins in on Valanciunas at the rim, powers it up and in, gets fouled, and he'll get one more. And John Morant starting to heat it up a little bit. He's got 14, and he has a chance to cut the lead back down to seven. Tillman sets the screen and slips through. Bain gets the step on McCollum at the right elbow. Terminates the dribble to the right baseline for Morant. Herb Jones on him, five on the shot clock. Morant, lefty dribble in the paint, hangs, floats, scores! Grizzlies lead, 111-109. And listen at this crowd right here, man. Um... The crowd, by the way, uh, when he was introduced, it was sort of mix of cheerings and boos, and then sounded like there were decent amount of decent like Chris fans. Yeah, there were a lot. But it, Chris talked to a bunch of them in his column. You can read uh, that. He talked to a bunch of Ghost fans who were there. Um, all right, and uh, have you heard Eric's call of the game winner yet? So I have heard it once. All right, here it is. Yep. Great call on that. The Grizzlies are down. Or we're down a timeout. They used the final this one there, yeah. and Morant wanted to go. Grizzlies got to get out of that huddle as the timeout clock ticks down. The play has been drawn up, and now we're going to get the horn. The referees are going to tell him. We got to break Man, the huddle. They asked Taylor Jenkins where he wants the ball inbounded. Grizzlies are going right to left on the radio dial. The ball will be inbounded from across the floor from their bench. They are attacking the basket towards their bench. Dyson Daniels has entered the game for the Pelicans for another athletic wing, as well as Najee Marshall, Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, and Trey Murphy. All interchangeable pieces. Ball into the backcourt for Morant. Eight seconds. Seven seconds. Jones waits beyond the three-point line. Four seconds. Three seconds. Morant into the lane. Spins, hangs, floats. It's good! The 
zeros on the clock. Moran wins the game in his return. <laughs> 25 games later, the Grizzlies have shown they are going to make a charge back into the Western Conference picture. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Great play by John Morant. What a freaking finish for him. A three, Man. A 360 spin. He hangs, gets the kind bounce off the back iron. <laughs> and they confirm by a replay that the basket counts. And the Grizzlies all mobbed around John Morant down below us to our left. And what an electric ending and what an electric fourth quarter from John Morant. 14 of his 34 in the final period, including the game winner. That's vintage John Morant. I mean, it was set up for him to do that. Taylor Jenkins did a masterful job managing his minutes, getting him back out on the floor when he needed to get him there. Fantastic finish. Hey, 12 is back. So for those that are curious, why was Pete? That's like an all-star team. Correct, there. because it, because it's a TNT game. There's no local television. So Pete was part so of. So Pete was part of the broadcast. It's yeah. like an all-star. It's like yes. a uh, like uh, everybody in on it. Who wouldn't all have hands on deck? Who would have? Who would not have wanted to be in on that? Absolutely, absolutely sensational. Do we have the TNT call of the final play? Can we hear what it sounded like on TNT as well? Memphis, no timeouts left. Into the backcourt it goes. Morant's going to get ahead of Steve with a chance to win it in his return. Here goes Morant. He spins. Morant scores! And the timer expires! Count the basket! And John Morant wins it for the Grizzlies! Show-stopping performance by John Morant! It was something else, man. It was something else. All right. Um, in terms of what it does, well, first of all, uh, he'll be uh, he'll be at FedEx Forum tomorrow night. Yeah, I, and, that, if you're selling tickets, that's the best thing that happened yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Um, so uh, you can catch it yourselves live tomorrow night at FedEx Forum. Secondly, um, in their quest to climb back into the play-in race or to climb back towards respectability, or whatever it is, they are now one and oh. Um, and I think you did see some of the continuing imperfections of this team, but you just saw what a difference uh, Morant makes um, to everything. Um, and so, including how much fun it is. Let's let's I mean, start with that. That's that's to me the biggest thing. It's like it's just so much easier to watch the game when he's on they the floor. They could not score when they just have no way of scoring when he's not on the floor. And with Ja, it's absolutely and it wasn't like the first quarter was like, you know, a like a barrage of points. It was just much more aesthetically pleasing. I'll tell you what I thought um afterwards there was the conversation uh, about in the huddle about what happened in the huddle that he had suggested maybe Jaron should have the shot the FNO stuff that was kind of fun um there was there was Ja uh running down the tunnel saying he'd taken receipts saved the receipts uh, that was kind of fun um I'll tell you what my underrated interesting moment from his post game presser was someone asked him again which at the time struck me as like, this is a dumb question for this moment. Someone asked him again, how did your meeting with Adam Silver go? Like, I was like, we kind of did that. Like, you know, whatever. If he'd wanted to tell us much about the meeting with Adam Silver, we could have had that. Like, that was last week's news. And he was, but the the answer was so interesting because he said, yeah, he said, I, you know, I really had a good meeting. He said, and since then I've I've been in contact with him more and I think we're going to have a good relationship. Like, Basically, as if he and Adam are just like buddies now, he's going to keep calling him. And actually, I thought that was very promising. If you are one of the faces of the league, and if you aren't, if you're really embracing this, whatever your new life looks like, the idea that you would look to the league for support and guidance and checking in and whatever else sounds to me like a... uh, You know, it's like when you've been called to the principal office. You can either take your punishment or you can stop by the principal's office regularly after that and become like a... a, To me, it gave me greater confidence... Can I bring donuts? ...that he would fly right, that he's going to fly right. 
about which I was already strangely optimistic. Anyway, incredible night. I wish I could take your calls on that, but I can't because we have other things we have to talk about uh, because it was such an insane night. John Martin's coming up next, Chris Harrington after that, then Sam Hardiman after that. And now we turn our attention to the Grizzlies game, which on any other Tigers night, game. Tigers game, which on any other night uh, in Memphis, Tennessee, would be the headliner. In fairness, for about three quarters, it looked like was going to be the headliner. It's funny. It's interesting you say that because I was covering this stuff. You know, the world has changed. It used to be that if you weren't there, you'd never write about anything, right? And and it was not done that you, if you weren't on site. I used to believe the same thing. I If I wasn't there, I didn't write about it. Um, it's just not how it works anymore. Hey, um, just take national politics. How many people write about uh, Donald Trump or Joe Biden or whatever else who aren't part of the Washington Post press corps, right? You can have Seems opinions. Like all of them. <laughs> you, can, you can have opinions about things, and you can be thoughtful about things, even if you're not at the White House. Um, but, uh, but that also applies beyond sports now. There's a lot. You know, people are weighing in on all kinds of perspectives all the time, and I've sort of realized that... Um, the world changed when we started seeing everything. Well, plus COVID prevented us from being there. Mm-hmm. And so people at that point did start adjusting. Um, there are still advantages that I, I will always say, if you can go to events, you should go because you will pick up things that you don't pick up otherwise. But there was no way I could watch all this stuff going on if I had just gone to one or the other or whatever else. And so I'm watching it um, uh, on screens and I had planned to write about the Grizzlies, but as they're down by 24 and as the Tigers are starting to just roll and demolish Virginia, I'm thinking maybe I'll write a column just about the night generally, you know, (laughs) whatever, because there's one that is going extraordinarily well and one is going less well. But... The Tigers end up winning 77 to 54. They are now 9 and 2. Uh, they have won back to back to back games uh, over ranked teams for the first time in the regular season in their history. That is a long and distinguished history of this Memphis Tiger basketball team. And yet this team is the first one to have done that. And the fact that the last time they did it, period, was 2008, that was kind of fun too. Because it harkens back to a time when Memphis Tiger basketball was absolutely killing it. And this team, yes, has that kind of potential. You saw it again last night. I honestly talked myself into in advance worrying about every team, right? But particularly a Virginia team that doesn't turn the ball over, that is known for slowing uh, slowing down the pace of play, that has a couple of NBA guys on the roster, that is incredibly well coached by Tony Bennett. Um, and you're like, okay, maybe this – no, they just got over absolutely overwhelmed. I was interested in some of the – quotes from Tony Bennett afterwards. He says, all of a sudden, we can't even drive, pass, make a simple play. That's a Virginia basketball team that thrives on precision, execution, control, all of that. And they are being turned over 18 times, 27 points off turnovers. 27 points off turnovers. No wonder Tony Bennett, after the game, goes up to Penny Hardaway and says, you're for real. There's a lot of things that are for real about this team. They start with David Jones. Yeah. Like that dude, he can score at every level. There are times, I think, why are you taking that shot? Until the shot goes in. Because they always go in, it feels like. Um, Another 26 points last night. And what you notice... It feels like every game another television crew is kind of surprised by David Jones. Because they just can't believe what he's doing. And he, he goes off again last night. And he is unstoppable. It's hard to know who the hell, what kind of player could possibly guard him. Because he can take you outside. He can take you inside. He's absolutely relentless. And yet he also has soft touch. Like, he is, he is a dude, man. They go out to the 13-1 to lead. Um, and, uh, and just roll 
They they just roll. They shoot 47.4%. As I said, they get 27 points off of 18 turnovers. Their defense absolutely um, suffocating. And they put 77 points up on Virginia. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's when you beat UVA by 23, like that's beating a normal team by 40. Like the games are always just so much closer and they're so low scoring. Like that that was about as thorough of a butt kicking as I've seen in a while. Um never trailed. Never. Because at first, like when I I was thinking, I was like, I don't think they've trailed. And then I went and looked. I was like, I mean, that that is quite difficult to do. I mentioned that it's uh, I, I enjoy hearing what people around the country have to say about my city, my teams, all of that, uh, in the context of the TNT crew. Um, After that Memphis game, fun to see what people in National College basketball are saying about the Tigers. John Rothstein says uh, on Twitter, is Memphis the best non-power conference team in college basketball? It's starting to feel like it. Tigers are now 6-2 and against power conference opponents and can run the table from now until Selection Sunday. They are that good. And by the way, all of this is without Naquan Tomlin, who is now eligible to play and is expected to play against Vanderbilt and seemed to be having the time of his life last night celebrating with a team that he is about to join. Just an extraordinary night. Um, yet, yet another, yet another extraordinary night uh, by the Memphis Tigers. Um, and so we have what was a perfect night uh, in Memphis sports, including uh, just about then, by the way, as all that was wrapping up, that's when the vote uh, was called and the stadium transfer um, was passed. I mean, it's tough to have a better night than that. How do you have a better night than that? I mean, have it be like a playoff game and in a know tournament? What? We freaking deserve it. It, Someone did suggest that maybe now people would stop breaking car windows. You know, like is that? Uh, let's one step at a time. Is, let's, is, is that? Let's is maybe, that, maybe let's maybe see if the Grizzlies can win three straight before we get is there. Is that too much to ask? Right now, I think it is. Yeah. Um, anyway, I hope you all enjoyed it uh, as much as I did. Um, it was certainly fun. Days without an infinity stolen. It was certainly fun to witness. John Martin. Coming up next, um, if you, um, you know, John gambles, John, John will wager, John will place a wager. He placed a rather ample wager on the Bills-Cowboys game. He told me the amount. I will not tell you the amount, but it would have shaken me to my core. Um, and, uh, and good for John. He enjoys it. Most people who do it enjoy it. of the people who do it, that's what the gambling clinic people tell me, that about 5% of the people who do it maybe enjoy it too much or they don't have it in the proper perspective, whether it's too much money, too much time, too much tension, uh, whatever it is, uh, it is having a negative impact on their lives. And the gambling clinic is here to help if that applies to you or someone in your family. They're not not anti-gambling. They're gambling neutral. They don't have an opinion, but they do have an opinion that gambling shouldn't be ruining your life. And what they do is you'll set up, like, you'll, the goal is to have 10 to 12 uh, private sessions um, where you work on this and end up putting gambling, they've been doing it for more than two decades, honestly, well before this burst of online uh, gambling happened. Um, I'm actually thinking about getting one of the one of the, the folks from the gambling clinic on just as guest because I'm interested to see what the the impact has been. But in the meantime, I can tell you, um, if you are struggling or if someone in your family is struggling, um, just go ahead and think about uh, getting in touch with the gambling clinic. Go to thegamblingclinic.com. You can find them. Uh, sign up for a intro session and see how they can help. John Martin coming up next, then Chris Harrington, then Sam Hardiman. Busy day on the Jeff Cawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's Grizzly Station. Ja Morant. Ja Three seconds. Morant in the lane. Spins. Hangs. Floats. It's good! Zero's on the clock. Morant wins the game in his return. 25 games later, the Grizzlies have shown they are going to make a charge back into the Western Conference picture. Grizzlies hoops on the city station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Tune in to Jason and John for the ultimate Memphis sports experience. From Tiger's pride to Grizzlies grit, it's all right here. J&J Middays, 11 till 2 on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. The Frame Corner is your place for all your sports memories and memorabilia framing. They've been serving the Mid-South since 1975. The Frame Corner takes pride in providing the highest quality custom framing service to their clients. They carry premium archival and museum quality service to protect your artwork and take the utmost care in creating a safe and secure final product. The Frame Corner, 5035 Park Avenue in Memphis. Call 682-9901 or visit FrameCornerMemphis.com The Wing Guru, serving up 21 flavors of lip-smacking goodness. Whole wings, party wings, boneless wings, and more. Served just the way you like them and smothered in our award-winning sauces. Order online and pick up in the stores or stop in and stay a while. The Wing Guru. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-330-2929. That's 800-330-2929. 800-330-2929. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Howie, tell me about this rhythm of love you've got going on at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Oh, I love how you say that. Sounds like a song. But what it is, it's a diamond necklace that features a rock and diamond in the center that's a high-performance diamond. It moves to the beat of her heart. When she puts it on, she'll never take it off. And it's big, it's bright, and it will knock your socks off. And you've got one for every budget. We've got them from $199 to $5,999. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, or online at rijewelers.com. Robert Irwin Jewelers. Are you looking for homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, business insurance? If so, this is Gary Parrish reminding you to get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. That's Elizabeth Rook Insurance, a second-generation local agency that's been owned and operated since 1981. It is the home of the Erie Rate Lock. What's the Erie Rate Lock? It's a way to lock in your auto rates indefinitely. So please get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance, 867-SAVE, 867-7283 on the web, Rook insurance.com. Are you feeling the pinch of rising mortgage payments now that your COVID forbearance has come to an end? If it's more than you can financially handle, reach out to Jen Carstensen and Live Love Memphis at the Real Estate Agency today. They understand everyone's situation is unique and are here to help you explore your options to take advantage of the equity you've built. Before you sell to an investor, you owe it to yourself to make sure you're not giving the house away. Call them today at 901-652-5200 or email at sold at live love memphis.com make the season extraordinary when you shop the spectacular holiday collection at sissy's log cabin from engagement rings to designer jewelry you'll save on gifts everyone will love all while enjoying the sissy's promise of unmatched service and experience at any of our six locations or online at sissy's log cabin.com embrace the magic of the season only at sissy's log cabin 
official jeweler of the Memphis Grizzlies and the Memphis Tigers, because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. It's time to talk trash, Mid-South. This is Rick West with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Our Memphis and Collierville campuses are currently hiring CDL drivers, driver helpers, diesel mechanics, and PM techs. We offer competitive pay, great benefits, and at the end of each workday, you get to be home with your family. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers at wasteconnections.com and be a part of a great team. Connect your future with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Don't miss out on new deals every day at Lowe's. Right now, get can't-miss deals on appliances. Get up to 30% off, plus save up to an extra $750 on select major appliances. And buy now, pay later with Lowe's Pay to help balance your budget. Because Lowe's knows deals every day. Valve for twelve twenty. Appliance savings vary based on purchase amount. Exclusions apply while supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. Subject to credit approval. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Now, during Staples' Print Big Sale, get $20 off your print purchase of $100 or more, $50 off your print purchase of $200 or more, and $100 off your print purchase of $300 or more. So the more you print at Staples, the more you save. To demonstrate, print, print, print at Staples, you save, save, save. But if you print, 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 print at Staples, you save, 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 save. See how that works. Staples' Print Big Sale. Print more, save more. Up to $100. Ends 210. Visit staples.com slash print for details. When you wake up well-rested on a great mattress, everything becomes clear. My life coach has a terrible life. Things you missed when you were tired finally reveal themselves. I should just get fake plants. It's Mattress Firm's once-a-year sale and clearance. Save up to 30% on select prior year Tempur-Pedic beds and bases. Plus, get a $300 gift for pillows and more, all with free and fast delivery. Deals this big won't last long, so don't miss out. The right mattress matters. We'll find yours. Restrictions apply. See store or website for details. It's football season, and the NFL is in full effect on the free Odyssey app. We're heading into the final stretch of the regular season, and the playoff picture is starting to come into focus. Whatever team you're rooting for, the free Odyssey app has you covered with the local talk and your team's podcasts. Plus, listen to play-by-play of every Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night game from Westwood One. If you're looking for the NFL, it's all on the free Odyssey app. Download it today and search for your favorite team. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Hawkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Well, I got family coming into town. Uh, Peter arrived home last night. Uh, Andrew's coming at some point. I don't think Ben's coming this year. I think Ben is staying up in New York. We're going up to New York. But anyway, if you got family coming in or you got friends coming in, it's great to have, have dinner at home, all that. I, probably Christmas dinner. Going to be at home, I imagine, right? You don't want to be cooking every night. Sometimes you just want to go out and celebrate. And I would argue no better place than Bounty on Broad. Fun vibe. Delicious food. If if anyone in your party happens to be gluten free, by the way, they are unapologetically gluten free, which is gluten free, which just means they mean they use cornmeal instead of wheat flour. That's it. it makes it honestly more delicious. Uh, but that way, you, they don't have to like look for the one thing on the menu that is the whole menu uh, is uh, gluten free, and it's absolute. Like you know, I think there's any gluten involved in pork belly confit. No, it's just succulent pork belly cooked with magic. Uh, their fried oysters use cornmeal. Absolutely delicious. It's Bounty on Broad, 410-813-12519, Broad Avenue. Joined now by John Martin. John is, uh, <laughs> is uh, 
is on with Jay, Jason and John every single day from 11 until 2. Happens to be a very rich man because of my beloved Buffalo Bills. How'd that go for you, John? Oh, it went fantastically. Uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful game. Uh, just the, the way that football was intended to be played, just <laughs> physical smash mouth. Just take it right to him, like man. Normally, so normally, was... you one of your whole things is you got to bet early in the week when the for, for the lines, whatever else. They're yep. like you, yep. you got in on it like five minutes before kickoff or something. Yeah, occasionally I will do that. Uh, occasionally, I just cannot help myself. Um, you know, I was watching that one all week um, because you know sometimes when there's like a consensus, like you know, from people that I respect. You know, on these things, I almost I almost worry a little bit, if that makes sense. Like, and everybody that I respect. What was the consensus? Bills. Everyone liked the Bills? Yeah. And, and you know, cause Cowboys, you know, and they go on the road outdoors and Dak, you know, p- pisses it down his leg and, you know, all that. And so I was like, you know, yeah, but, you know, is there a chance that, you know, this group is, is maybe different? So I was really hemming and hawing about it. And then I got a text from uh, I got a text from somebody that uh, I really like. You know, on on NFL, I really respect. He said, "I just unloaded the clip uh, on the Bills," and I was like, "Well, if you did it, I'm going to roll with you." And uh, it was never even a sweat. It's going to be a Merry Christmas over there in the John Martin household. Um, all right, uh, your thoughts on the Memphis Tigers? How good are they? They're incredible. They're an incredible team. Um, and I think people, you know, need to really prepare themselves for an all-time season. Um, they're already having one, let's be clear. They're already having an all-time season. This is the first time they've won three straight games against ranked opponents, as you point out, since John Calipari's on the sidelines and since they appeared in the national championship game, uh, you know, 15 years ago. So we're already here. We're already there. This isn't like a, we're building up to it. This is this is a an all time season today. Um, it, it's it's incredible. You know they have everything that you need to make a run in March. They've got uh, you know a, a, a scorer who can fill it up and who seems unstoppable right now in David Jones, a point guard who's controlling the game. They're adding a big man in Naquan Tomlin, who's one of the best bigs in college basketball. You know, and they've got <clears throat> a guy like Caleb Mills who can come in and make some timely shots. You know, Walton's going to be able to hit some threes. Uh, they're big. They defend when they need to. Um, and, they, and, they, and they play well together. So, yeah, this is uh, – we're, 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 we're in the midst of a, it of is a hellacious with this basketball season. And I feel like, you know, there is a little bit of like a, a, a guilt that comes with saying that because, you know, you feel like you've been pump faked so many times. But at this point in the season, it's undeniable. You know, people are going to want to roll their eyes and say, they always say that. Now, they ain't never done this. They ain't never done this under Penny Hardaway. They ain't never done this under Josh Pastor. They ain't never done this under Tubby Smith. This is, this is a first. This is uncharted territory for Memphis basketball uh, post-Cal. Um, and I think, uh, I think well, let, let all me, things are possible. Let me break down when you people, you know, feel like they've been here before or whatever. Hey, you're right. They haven't. But is there's locally and there's nationally. And you obviously are part of the national discussion um, there. And and you've been pretty vocal about pushing that the Tigers should have gotten more recognition. No, it's not particularly meaningful at some level, whether in the but but you've been you've been on the bandwagon about that um, for a good long while. Now that they have done what they have done like they obviously finally cracked it, cracked the top twenty-five, but then just taking a part of Virginia team, do you feel like the Jeff Goodmans of the world or whoever it is, like they're all there now? They're all like, okay, this is one of the best fifteen teams. Let's just take that one of the best fifteen teams in college basketball. Um, maybe. Although I'm not like super compelled. Um, because they'll just, you know, they'll just sort of um, chalk it up to it was at home, it was, this isn't a good Virginia team, they're young, this is their first road game, like, stuff like that. It's still, it's still not going to be, I well, think, what's where... That, what is that, what is the skepticism, if we're suggesting that there is some innate skepticism of the university, what is it driven by? 
I, I, like I said, I, I think all of it is driven by past performance. Um, and unless you're, you know, a, a, a power five blue blood, you know, or just a, a mainstay, which Memphis just isn't, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Um, and you're going to just sort of, they're going to be, it's like, you know, it's like the guy that, that, you know, it's like the guy that, uh, on, on wall street who keeps saying recession, 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 recession. Eventually he's going to be right. You know? Um, but he's going to ignore all the data points. He's going to ignore all the data points and, and, uh, he's just going to keep yelling recession. I, I, I sort of think that, you know, about, about Penny, about, you know, with some of these media members, they're going to say, oh, well, he's, he's, he's going to fail. He's going to fail. He's going to fail. He's not going to get it down the tournament. He's not going to get the, you know, I, I, but I think a lot of it is just because, and I'm hearing a little bit of an echo here for some reason, but we I, think can't a, hear a lot, I think you're fine. You can from, so yeah. I apologize. Just try to ignore it. Power through. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll try. I mean, I do hear voices in my head quite a bit, so it's just another <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just a, it's just a, you know, a bias based on, you know, Memphis basketball, not being one of those power structure, uh, staples like they were in Raquel, and so the 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 natural bias is to just assume that eventually it will um, you know the road ends and and to not believe that they are one of the best teams in college basketball. But I think, and I've been saying it for weeks, I I wrote it in July that this team is going to be one of the final sixteen standing, and when you get there, you could be one of the last four standing. You could be the last one standing. Um. And and it is absolutely true about this team that they don't feel like they're as good as they will get. Now, that is, Jeffrey said this yesterday, that's true of all college basketball. Like, college basketball is built on the fly. But when you have a team with this many transfers, and then you just look like, I think Jaquan Walton is going to shoot the ball better than he has been shooting the ball, and then you're adding Naquan Tomlin. Like, just take those two right there. I This is going to get better, not... It, it, this is not the zenith. Now... It's the zenith because they don't play meaningful games until Florida Atlantic, really, at this point. But um, don't you agree? Like, as good as they've been, it's not, you know, they haven't come close to peaking. Oh, I mean, they added, a, you know, I mean, they added Daquan Tomlin. So, yeah, I mean, and, and yeah, the, the nature of college basketball is you get better, especially when you have a sort of a group that got thrown, you know, thrown together. You know, and I, I don't mean thrown together in the sense that, like, but they were. I mean, right. it wasn't you know, randomly was, thrown together. It was purposely thrown together. It but was it was intentional. But yeah, pieces. I mean, these yeah. guys have no reps together. I mean, you just pick the, you know, pick the guy from Florida State and the guy from Alabama and the guy from St. John's, and you just you ho- you throw them all together and you hope that it works. And there's no guarantee of that. We know certainly firsthand. But um, yeah, I mean, they're. This team is is is. I, I tweeted it after the Arkansas win because I saw some things sort of in the closing moments and the execution that 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 said to me this team is different and this team is dangerous and it's only getting better. Um, I mean, the, you know, holding on against Clemson, you know, there were some things that happened in that game, and and, I, and I'll say this too, it, you know, a lot of it is is the roster, but a lot of it is pity. Um, the, the the growth and the maturation and the development of Penny Hardaway as a coach is a big reason why this is happening. You know, there are just small little things he's doing that maybe he wouldn't have done, you know, at the beginning of his tenure or two years ago or three years ago um, that he's doing now, you know, taking good timeouts, drawing up good stuff, his inbounds plays, you know, all these little tweaks and all these little installations that maybe he didn't have uh, at the beginning that he's now learning. Um, you know, I think it's all paying off and I think it's all going to lead to, you know, look, you get to the second weekend, that's an incredible season. And it would also be just another example of Memphis building on their momentum, continuing to, to have it and, and sustain that success. And, and if that happens and you do break through the sweet 16, I mean, this, this program is, is in freaking great shape. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then in the meantime, I do remember, I don't know how many weeks ago it was, two or three weeks ago, uh, you said that you were talking to someone uh, connected to the NBA with deep NBA connections. I don't know who it was. I I guess I assumed it was Joey Dorsey. Um, yeah. And that person said, just wait. When Ja comes back, he's going to fix everything. <laughs> or something, words to that effect. I don't know if you believed that at the time. But he sure fixed everything last night. 
I absolutely believed it. And that was awesome, man. <laughs> that was that was the best that was the best hour and a half of Memphis regular season basketball that I could ever remember. Um it, it was just it was joyous. Um and it's just so funny to me, man, like people there's like this tendency. It's not unlike with Penny and Memphis basketball. There's this sort of tendency to not give Ja his due, to like, you know, to not put him in the conversation with some of the best guards in the NBA. Like there really is. Like I know people may, you know, made light of Anthony Sainz, Halliburton, Bruh question, but that's real because I I talk to a lot of people you know, who, you know, for example, who bet on the NBA, who talk about the NBA, and they really believe that Halliburton is a better player than John Morant because he shoots threes better. But he doesn't impact winning the way that Ja does. He doesn't, he doesn't finish the way Ja does. He doesn't play make, in my opinion, the way that Ja does. Um, and, and he doesn't score the way that Ja does. You know, Halliburton could not do that last night. And I know, you know, look, it's one game, it's a one-game sample size, but good God. Good God. 25, 25 games without Ja, it was freaking miserable, man. It, it was, was a great miserable. depression. It was like we were in the bread line for 25 games. <laughs> and, 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 then, and then this dude comes back, and our streets are paved with gold, and everything feels possible yet again. I mean, this team's going to win a lot of games. This was, they were seven-and-a-half, eight-point dogs. Zion played in that game. And everybody in the world had New Orleans winning. Everybody in the world said Ja was going to not come in. He's going to take some time. He's not going to be ready. You know, I I said this with Trista on the show yesterday. I said the parlay to make is Ja thirty plus Memphis money line. That's on tape. That's on record. Because I I know when he when he said I don't want to come back and have a historic game. I said he's going to come back and have a historic game because he was he was not asked that. He was not asked that. He, it was so on his you mind. knew he was thinking about his, the the idea of a historic game was on his mind. Thou dost protest too much. You're quoting Shakespeare now for us, John. That's yeah. very impressive. So, uh, but no, nah, man. I mean, Jai is him. There's no question. I agree. I agree with Anthony saying 100 percent. Ticks me off. People say Halliburton's better too, because there is no way, shape, or form that that is that is possible. Uh, you know, Brunson. Brunson is a little different. Brunson, I think there could be a conversation in terms of how close they are because but I'm a fan that, of Brunson. Like even Brunson, how, how what, what on what you're eva- whatever we're evaluating, there is no one. I really believe this is true. I think Ja is the most fun player in the league to watch. Like and 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 winning matters. Like so maybe whatever. Like if you you however you want to splice it on whether it's Shea, you like Shea Gillis Alexander or. Jalen Brunson or Halliburton or whomever, or or De'Aaron Fox, none of them are as much fun to watch as John Morant. Like there, there is literally nobody in the in the in the world who is more fun to watch than John Morant. And he was gone, and they became just dreadful to watch. And last night it was my God! It's like you said, the streets were paved with gold. Now, now all of a sudden we're eating at the buffet where they've got lobster and shrimp and everything else, for, as opposed to your breadline. There are just not that many players in the NBA that fundamentally change all of that with, with there, there just aren't, I mean, there are a few, you know, but they're like, even Tatum, I don't think has that impact. I just don't. Um, I mean, you know, maybe an aunt Edwards, maybe an Embiid, it was something. you know, you know was but, something but I mean, you're, you're talking about a very, very small group of, of player here. And again, that, he didn't know, hit a jump. Did he hit a single jumper? He was over five, yeah, over five from three. I don't think he had a jumper all night. Did he hit a jumper all night? Anything? I mean, that's the thing. Is like he just he 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 is a force of nature, you know. And I think just like I I just think you know him being in the lineup, you know, it's like it's like a belief. It's like oh my god, we can do this, you know. Like we we have our guy. We have you know uh, when our offense fails, we can just give it to him, and and he's gonna you know. He's going to work a miracle, you know, and, and uh, you know, you could just see it last night. He was devastated that Taylor Jenkins called that timeout because he just wanted to go. You know, he wanted to sprint down the court and dunk on somebody, and he probably would have. And it's just amazing that he got the game winner anyway. But, you know, look, I, 
they're going to need some help, as you guys I'm, I'm sure have already talked about. I mean, they're going to have to have some cooperation in, in the West, and that's not going to be easy. But I, I know this. The Grizzlies are going to do their part to make the play-in. Now, whether they get the cooperation from other teams, we'll see. But I know that with, with John Rand the lineup, they're going to make some noise. John, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, brother. Thanks. That's John Martin. Listen, John, every single day from 11 until 2. Jeff, his longest make was 8 feet last night. It, it, it didn't matter. Now, I mean, you know, those free things throws, do ultimately – that's, that's the other thing. He, stepped, he made yeah. 10 of 12 from free throw. Uh, uh, by the way, this is also signing day today. It's uh, Surprise. Early, it's early signing. Wh- which signing day? It's signing day uh, for the – uh, Memphis Tiger football team and for football teams everywhere. Did you see that Memphis got a dude from Harvard? Not you. And no, evidently, and not me. They they got they got a grad transfer. I gotta wonder what the hell uh, Ryan Ryan Silverfield's thinking. But they got a grad transfer, a uh, from Harvard. So uh, there you go. Uh, you can look. There's a uh, we have a running running accumulation of it. The Daily Memphian.